The soil of a man's heart is stony, Lewis. A man grows what he can, and he tends it. Because what you buy is what you own. And what you own always comes home to you. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Hey, sometimes dead is better. That's what they say, right? Who's they? I don't know. Anyway, we watched Pet Cemetery. Two boys in a balcony. Week two. Boo, England. I just hurt my throat. <laughs> Two boys in a balcony, two boys in a balcony, two boys in a balcony, two boys in a balcony. Oh, boy. You all right? You want to run no. to the hospital? Dude, I'm falling apart. You need a tracheotomy or something, dude. I need to be buried. <laughs> in a pet cemetery. What do you think? Did the Ramones write that song for the movie, or did Stephen <laughs> King write the book for that song? Uh, you know, it all depends on how they spelled cemetery. Oh, I didn't even look. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Two Boys in a Balcony. It's me, Sean Sullivan. And also me, Stephen King. No. All right. I've been trying to no, sell that. I'm not on. Stephen King, allegedly. Allegedly. Richard Bachman, the Bachman books. Oh. It's a pen name. What does that mean? Richard Bachman, the he, pretzel company? That's what he wrote. No, that's what he wrote. Uh, the Running Man and Rage and The Long Walk. And, uh, it's, it's a pen name that he, oh. he wanted to prove that he could sell novels, not as Stephen King. And he most certainly did. Have you seen The Running Man? You never saw The Running Man? Yeah. What's the name? Yeah. 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 Yeah, oh, I didn't that's know a that Stephen, Stephen King, King story, but it was written as Richard why Bachman. Would, <laughs> why would you tr want to prove that you could sell? Uh, because people were like, oh, yeah, he, it's just this name. People buy the books because it's Stephen King. Yeah, but that, I mean, that is true, right? Yeah, I think so. So what, who gives a shit? Stephen uh, King, apparently, hey, Stephen King did. Hey, Steve King, if you're listening, bud. You know he is. Up in Bangor, big, Maine. Big fan, I think. Believe in yourself, bud. <laughs> don't listen. That's to, nice. Hey, don't 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 listen to the haters. Hey, Steve, you guys, the rest of you guys, fuck off for a minute. We want yeah, to talk yeah, yeah. directly We're just talking to, to, uh, to to Mr. King, to Mr. Stephen King. You don't. You got nothing to prove, brother. Hey, you, you did know it. What? Your work speaks for itself. You son of a bitch. Put your. Hey, you know don't what? Call him a son of a bitch. Pull back every copy of the Running Man in existence and put your goddamn name put on your it. Goddamn Be fucking name on proud all. of yourself. You can even show up here and uh, change my copy of the Bachman books by hand. You gotta. You get the whole Stephen King collection. I don't, but I should. Oh yeah. Well, I got a lot of the old ones. Hey, Christmas is coming. Classics, man. we call them. The classics. <laughs> the classics. You got the classics, dude. This film, right? Pet Cemetery. This is the first time you've ever seen it. This is the first time I ever saw it. I uh, have you seen the? Have you ever watched the new one? No, with the Jason Clark. Jason right? Clark and John Lithgow. No, no, no. Yeah. This is we're talking today. We're talking the 1989, the Ridge, a Ridge baby. We're talking the, OG. the original sin. The original sin. That's right. Fucking in the garden. The fucking of apple Eden. baby. Don't eat it. We, we ate took it. the rib out. We fucked it. We put it in another person. Oh, is that? That's from the Bachman books, too, I believe. Oh, did they fuck the rib? That was the Bible written under a pseudonym, uh, Richard Bachman. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's he does them all. Wow. They said, you know what? People only read the Bible because of the Jesus name. Yeah, I'm and actually- And Jesus said, fuck no, man. Oh. I'm going to change it up. Okay. <laughs> what? That might not. That could be a lie. 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, two lies and a truth is what they call it. Oh, or the Bible. truth. Two. Yeah, for every two truths in the Bible, there's a lie. Uh, it doesn't even say. I don't think that math adds up. Man, this podcast we're going at a hundred thousand miles an yeah. hour, just like a truck down this fucking I think, road. It's. I think you're gonna fall asleep before we get done. So I'm yeah, trying dude, to this is gonna be the fast episode. I am. Uh, I want to apologize right out of the gate. I am exhausted. Uh, I'm we, gonna try to make up for it by having a heart attack <laughs> during the episode. Yeah, you should not have done all of that uh, artificial Drinking cocaine. Coffee at fucking three in the morning just to prove a point. Just taking fucking bumps of coffee beans oh, off of man. a Bowie knife. Bolivian. Nah. Uh, yeah. So this flick, dude. We're talking Pet Cemetery. Uh, Who's in this? Directed in the by Mary Lambert. Uh, you know, I always like to talk about the directors a little bit. You do not much. To I say. think it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I think. I mean, of the podcast. What okay. we call this? <laughs> One of my favorite parts. Well, you learn a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, not much about Mary Lambert. She uh, made some uh, music videos. What would she do? Video uh, killed the radio star? Is that her? No. I Did don't she know. do the Pet Cemetery music video? Is there a Pet Cemetery music video? Uh, if there was, I bet Mary Lambert had a hand yeah, in I'd it. Yeah, she probably uh, got involved. Uh, she directs some music videos, and then she directs Pet Cemetery 2, and then she makes some uh, kind of low budget horror movies, but nothing really notable. What do uh, you think she got grandmothered into Pet Cemetery too? Because she did the original. Uh yeah, I think probably. Like <laughs> she uh, probably had first just like uh, the George Lucas in first his choice. Star Wars films. Yeah, they probably said, "Hey, uh, you made the first one. Do you want to make you the second do one? Seventeen of them. She's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah." Does he do? He does the new ones, right? I quit. What? I don't do the Star Wars anymore. No, George Lucas has nothing to do with uh, the Star Wars. Oh, film. he sold it to Disney, right? Sold it. Uh, sold Lucasfilm to Disney, and now yeah, they uh, they kind of were like, okay, Why don't we're we gonna make seven a year. They just bumped him out a little bit. Uh, I bet it's like a big thing. Hey, rest in peace, George Lucas. You've uh, gone too soon, I think. Pretty uh, nothing really uh, super uh, exciting to talk about in the making of Pet Cemetery. Uh, Stephen King writes the screenplay. Um, this is his own. Yeah, adapted from his own his novel. Own, his own book. His a book that he wasn't going to publish. His wife, I guess, found the manuscript and then read it and said, "Oh, you should make this into uh, an actual." I book. think that's probably every other book that he has. Yeah, well, I think he, he just, probably has so many manuscripts lying around the house. How many pages do you think he writes a day? Fifty-five, I, fuck, dude. I don't even know. He just cranks shit out, man. He's, He's a machine. Prolific. He's prolific. Every now and then I find out that like somebody will be like uh, a new Stephen King book. They'll mention it in passing and I'll go, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I never heard of the Langoliers. Oh, the Langoliers. I think they made a miniseries about that. They made, they made a miniseries out of every single fucking Tommy thing Tommy Knockers? No, Tommy Knockers was a movie. There's not one Stephen King property that hasn't been turned into something, right? Uh, at this point... I mean, probably. I know that uh, Kennedy one that he did. Was, they made that a miniseries series with James Franco. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think even if, if if it's something that wasn't made into something, I bet it was optioned to be sure. made. Uh, so he, this book comes out. Uh, George Romero from uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead and uh, classic horror uh, big glasses guy. He uh, buys the film rights for $10,000 in 1984. So what's that? Uh, Sixty-three million. Yeah, nowadays? pretty much. Uh, you take you could buy a house for ten thousand dollars in nineteen eighty-four. Yeah, well, and George Romero's like, "Fuck houses! I need the film rights to this movie that I'm <laughs> never gonna make." Uh, it takes too long to make, so uh, so then, he just ditched it. Do he just? Yeah, he just to... he walks away from the project. Uh, and then there in nineteen eighty-eight, there's a writer's strike. Uh, I remember it well. Yeah, you were out there. Maybe that's why he started the podcast. Which side are thing. you on? You think he was uh, Which being side a scab? are you on? 
No, uh, no, the writers, I think the writer's strike didn't affect, it was screenwriters, not uh, book writers, though he writes screenplays, yeah. so. But uh, the script's already done, so Paramount just goes, oh, well, we'll just make this fucking movie then, because. So it was just like, hey, nobody's writing anything right now, let's yeah. just do this. Yeah, oh, we have this uh, Pet Cemetery script, they're like, yeah, fuck it, shoot it. And so they find Mary Lambert. Uh, part of the deal. Uh, so did they have to buy it from George Romero? The script. I I don't know. But the fucking. So he'd own the rights to it, right? So they had must. Yeah. So they must have. He must have. Maybe he produced it. I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit, really, to be honest with you. A bunch hey, of I'm rich just people just to, getting richer. I'm just trying to keep you here as long as I can. <sighs> but uh, Stephen King, uh, he gets involved. He's he writes a screenplay. Uh, one of the conditions that he had for uh, making the movie was that it had to shoot in Maine. Uh, Buckport, Maine. And he was on set all the time. Uh, but he, Mary Lambert, this is her movie. He plays a priest. Uh, and, he uh, cameos in scene. this. Yep. He cameos in all of his movies. Uh, I was reading on the Wikipedia by 1988. Uh, this, so this writer's strike, they, they decided to make Pet Cemetery, even though people had kind of uh, grown weary of uh, Stephen King adaptations. I guess maybe they they had really? a bad run. I don't know. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. So you got the Shining and uh, I mean the Shining's classic. Yeah, but that's like that's Cujo's late seventies. Carrie's classic. Christina's classic. I don't know. They're man. all great. Maybe they were just. They I mean, felt like I'm they were running out of the big ones. Maybe they hadn't done. I mean, yet. it. Yeah, the it miniseries was like year. ninety. Was it in the nineties or eighty nine? It came out. I thought it was like 92 or something. No, it was... Let's, uh, you know what? Let's not even fucking waste time getting back into it. Yeah. We've already spent can't far too much time. hours Dude. talking about it. Far too much time. Uh, and the only other like little trivia that I was able to find uh, was that originally the first choice for uh, the dad, Lewis, the doctor, Yeah, uh, was Bruce Campbell. They wanted Bruce Campbell. Oh, really? The Evil Dead? From the Evil Dead and uh, Army was, of Darkness. And that all came out before this, right? Evil Dead? Evil like Dead for sure. 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bruce Campbell's 70s. already... Uh, I actually watched that for the first time last week. Oh, Evil Dead rules. Yeah, Evil Dead is 2 fucking is fucking bad, but so good bad. Dude. Yeah, Evil Dead 2 is way better, but it's it's pretty much the same movie as Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, they But... Uh, they just the budget's bigger, and dude. Nicole and I watched Evil Dead, and it felt like you and me talking about a movie because I gave it so much business. <laughs> like it is, um, it it's rules bananas. It's dude. so good. But Evil Evil Dead Two is uh, even crazier than the first one. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, and I then Army of Darkness is uh, is great as well. Uh, is that the movie, or didn't he do a he's Army of Darkness like a is, Showtime series or something? Stars yeah, or that was. Shit, I don't remember what that was called. They I like did make Bruce an Campbell, evil. They made I, think, a, I think he would have been pretty good in this. Oh, I think it was Ash versus the Evil Dead, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that's the show. Yeah, that's All the right. show. But the Army of Darkness is the third uh, uh, story. I'm going to check them out. It's all Sam Raimi. Those are great. Um, not what we're talking about today. We're talking Pet Cemetery, but they wanted him to be the dad, and uh, uh, I guess the debate is, is it a better movie with... Bruce Campbell or not? Because Bruce Campbell's a better actor. He's more expressive than this guy who does uh, no uh, emoting or expressing of anything. No. Uh, this guy who is, is this guy? I don't even. I didn't even write his name down. He's so unmemorable. <laughs> he did. Uh, yeah, I think Bruce Campbell would have been pretty good in it, but uh, I don't. Dale Midkiff is yeah. his name. 
The only uh, uh, Denise Crosby uh, plays uh, Rachel, the mom, and then uh, the great Fred Wynn. Fred Herman Munster Wynn himself. Gwyn. Gwyn. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, man. Herman Munster. He it plays Judd, the uh, nosy ass neighbor. Judd Crandall. Um. So. Yeah, and, uh, and baby, little baby Gage, and little baby Gage is that, is that the kid that was in uh, Kindergarten Cop? It wasn't Kindergarten Cop. He was in a couple other things. He's the uh, boys have penis, girls have a vagina. Kid, it right? sure is. Yeah, Fucking yeah. Classic. He's got dude. a weird Miko Hughes, I think. What um, about Missy? She's. We'll get to fucking Missy. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so we got the uh, opening credits of this thing. Is just uh, it's just a bunch of creepy kids uh, talking about their dead pets, uh, over the the pan of the pet cemetery itself. All right, yeah, yeah, and it's Classic. just kind of it's just weird. They just jump right into it. They're like, ah, this it's called pet cemetery. We'll bring you right there. Yeah, you should know what's happening. Yeah, guys. we go right there. Uh, this is a cemetery where pets are buried. Um, we don't, and it's kids, so they don't spell it right. Right. Oh, stupid kids! They spell it with an S. You Man, morons. Do you think that they were going for pet seminary, and they were like, "This is where the pets go to become priests," <laughs> but they fucked it up. So they're like, "Ah, we might as well just bury the dead ones." Then. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, kids are silly. Uh, the cemetery is uh, super creepy. It's a cemetery, obviously, and it's a kids' design cemetery. And it's in, they're like arranged in weird concentric circles. Yeah, which, it's like a Mayan ritual type Yeah, thing. dude, nothing good is ever laid out in circles. No. Nah. Well, there's got to be something. No, nah, not a thing. Crops? You, yeah, cro- well, no, they don't do crops in circles. What? Crop circles? Yeah, well, the crop circles is, that's different. That's aliens coming down and mutilating cows and that's what a crop. That's not good? Yeah, well, yeah, it depends on the cow. Gotta I get Hamburg somehow, right? That's true. Do you is that? I'm sorry. Do you think that's how we get Hamburg? That's I'd prove me wrong. UFOs and little ETs come down prove and just fuck me wrong. Mutilate USDA. Uh, the uh, the Pet Cemetery theme song, the la la la, that la 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 song. I couldn't sing it to you now for a million dollars. Will but, you do uh, it? Will you? Uh, can you find it and put it in here so everybody knows la, what you're saying? La, la, la. Oh, nope. don't do it. That's right. Shut it off. Baby. Shut the episode off. That was Rosemary's Baby in my head. La, 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 la. What happened to its eyes? Uh, We're not talking about Rosemary's Baby, though. Yeah, so. but just for a second, doesn't it suck shit that Rosemary's Baby is directed by a sex criminal? All right. And <laughs> it's so fucking... Just as an aside. It's so good. It's, uh... But... I thought it was going to be scarier. I think Rosemary's oh. Baby is just spooky. And it's, it's like creepy. And it's hilarious. It's very I funny. It in a while. I think that's on Hulu right yeah, now. Yeah, that's always on something. I think it might be on Prime, too. I'm going to have to check it out, man. It's well, you spooky wanna su- season, you bro. You want to support fucking Roman Polanski. You do that at your own dime. Is it Roman Polanski? Why did I think it was Woody Allen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't give me a name. No, no, you no. You just said a sex offender. That's true. Right? No, Roman Polanski makes two of the greatest films ever made and also is a child uh, a molester. What's his other great one? Chinatown, baby. Oh, with uh, with who? With Jack Nicholson? I don't, I don't know who that is. You've never heard of him? I never heard. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing that I just found out you do. Yeah, in the last 24 hours, uh, <laughs> listener, we discovered that I can do a, uh, a uh, very, very good very Excellent. Excellent. I want to say world-class impression of Jack I'd say top-notch is what I'm going to say. It's pretty good. 
<laughs> I can't wait to do Witches of Eastwick, dude. Oh yeah, stay tuned for next. Can we find Halloween? Uh, what uh, is there any movies based in New England with Jack Nicholson and John Travolta? Oh, I don't know. If there's any movies with Jack Nicholson and John oh, Travolta? Oh, it's like I can't even believe you're Miss Nicholson right now. Oh my God, man! The people, the gift that we have given you it on the second week of October, bizarre. Uh oh! Smash cut to a gas truck is flying. Dude, these trucks go way too fucking too fast. fast dude. man. Are you kidding me? For too that fast. road, any road, but that road in particular, dude, thirty-five miles an hour should be fucking excessive. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It doesn't seem like a place where uh, law enforcement is enforcing any kind of speed. Well, they absolutely aren't because. But uh, I would just think, even as a driver of one of these trucks, you don't want to do all that fast. Yeah. I mean, it down. is. It's hills. The it's pretty. 80s. And Everybody's it's pretty, on cocaine. It's a pretty straight line. So, but uh, it seems excessive. Yeah, you know, you drive this road every day. You know, there's houses. Yeah, just slow down by the houses. <laughs> I know? mean, go fast where there's no houses. Right. Yeah, I mean, even that. without the houses, though, there's got to be fucking deer running out in the. Yeah, it just seems uh-huh. like these trucks are going too fast, especially they're hauling. It you know what? Maybe you get to work a little bit earlier. And then you you'll have that cushion. Yeah, where yeah you yeah. can fucking slow it down. Still Set get your coffee. alarm ten minutes earlier. Get up a little earlier. Give yourself that do extra better. Break. Do do be best. All right. Uh, it's too fast though. Too fast, and they're big trucks, and they just fly down here. Yeah, like even, I mean, even if you went a little bit slower, you hit the brakes, and it's going to take you a while to stop. Yeah, and they're on a hill. These are old backwoods roads, and we're not shit. looking at smooth asphalt. Um, they're not doing their you know proper death of uh, uh, reclamation when they repave these roads. This is uh, it's country roads, man. Well, anyway, just we, get out there, patch it, and we're good for the year. We uh, we meet uh, a family uh, pulls in uh, in their station wagon to this uh, big, big house. It's and, big. It's too big, I think. Uh, this is the second week in a row we have a movie that uh, uh, begins with a family moving into a house pretty much sight unseen, it seems. It doesn't really seem like they scouted out this house. Otherwise, they would have noticed the giant fucking trucks that come flying down the road all the time. You know, I think that uh, people put more stock in what a real estate agent said back then. Yeah, you think they were just like, we need a house. be like, oh, I got one for you. Uh, it's been empty for quite some time. My husband's going to be the head surgeon at the University of Maine or whatever the fuck this guy's job is. Very close to public transportation. <laughs> yeah, you can hitch a ride with the gas truck. Um, so they uh, pull it. How many? This is the conjuring starts with a family moving into a house. This one starts with a family moving into a house. I wonder how many horror movies in, in total start with a family just moving into a new house. I pr- I probably shouldn't focus on it now, but I will put this on my list of things to figure out. Bill, thank you. Yeah. Make it By up. the end of Boo England, I think I'm going to have a concrete number for us. Yeah, let's see. I don't think... Uh, well, no. Our next movie has yeah. people moving out of a house and into a house. No, it's got people moving into a house. They can't get rid of the old people. Yeah, Spoiler. That's my. That's my. That's my. That's my one line summary of Beetlejuice. <laughs> Family moves into house. Old tenants won't leave. That's true. Uh. Uh. We get. The, we meet the the family. We got uh, Lou, the dad, Rachel, the mom. Uh. The daughter's name is Ellie. Uh. She's on a tire swing, and uh, while she's swinging, she sees this fucking weird path that goes down into the woods. And then all I mean, of a sudden, I don't think the path's really weird. That's pretty weird. I then. mean, it's nice that it's lined with stones. Yeah, I mean, that's weird. That's is a, it weird, it's a weird or is path. It well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well constructed. 
Ah, uh, well, you know, you say tomato, I say it's I weird. Mean, fucking, it's fucking weird. They sell paving stones. This is the type of shit you can do. Yeah, but who's going to put that kind of money into a path to a pet cemetery? Fair enough. Yeah, you know. I mean, they love their pets. That's true. You got to go back and visit little uh, fishies. And, and with stuff. that road, uh, Fred Gwynn's like, fucking boom. It happens, man. Yeah. So uh, she, uh, so then uh, they, and they have a baby. They have a baby, a little baby boy little named baby Gage. Gage Creed. What a fucking name. Yeah, right? Gage. He's actually uh, Apollo Creed's half child, I yes. believe. And also he is a, uh, uh, I, I have nothing. I have no joke for Gage other than that is a dumb name. Don't name your kid Gage. Gage, I th- I didn't do this. Gage, well he's he's standing on the side of the road and he's waving at trucks. How about that Apollo Creed joke though? That was pretty. That was pretty for, good. To be quick, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. No, that you knocked that right shit right off the top, out of the park. Thank you. I feel like Apollo Creed punched me in the head today. <laughs> um, yeah. So Gage is waving at trucks and he almost gets hit. Dude, but, uh, right lucky. there, right there. Fucking should have gone in the house and started construction on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking dude, the guy is a doctor. He got high. He's a doctor yeah. that's starting at the university. He's got money. First fucking 10 minutes at the house, your baby almost dies in that road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fence that yard. How in. the fuck do you not get a fence? Fence that yard, baby. Fence it. I mean, I, I get that it would have killed the whole story, but this story should have been baby almost gets hit, father buys a fence. Yep. Fucking... You got, a, you got a couple of things uh, that happen if you buy this fence. One, nothing gets out of your yard. Yeah, your baby Two, don't die. Fucking weird neighbor doesn't come over and tell you about a pet cemetery. He goes, oh, well, if he didn't come over to tell you about the pet cemetery, your baby would have died right then. He saved. He pulls the baby That's out true. of the street. That's true. Fair enough. Fair right, enough. Not that straight. But maybe you give him a maybe you, maybe you, you, you Fred Gwynn, maybe he knows a local contractor in town can help you put up this. I fence. guarantee he knows all the local contractors. Yeah, in he town. knows a couple of Tom Sawyer's that come over and paint this fence every I year. I bet for he you could too. probably fucking throw a fence up over a long weekend. I think this guy's got nothing to do. He seems like a widower. He's probably got some time. Uh, oh yeah, no, oh yeah, no, no, get there no. from here. He uh, this is the quintessential Maine accent, yeah, right? Yeah. Before this movie. Did, did this accent didn't exist? Mm-hmm. It did. Oh, absolutely, dude. But in not Maine. like this in Maine. Yeah. Well, yeah, Fuck no. Yeah, though, yeah, I mean, dude. those people talk like this. But yeah. Oh, uh, uh, you can't get there from here. In popular culture, I think that this guy is—he's got to be one of the top Maine accents of all time. He fucking nails it. Ah, uh, Fred Gwynn is fun, dude. He's—he's is good. Big, tall guy. Ah, uh, did you say Utes? <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's terrific. This whole movie, he's uh, he's the MVP. This is a Fred uh, Gwynn. Lithgow plays that uh, character in the new movie. Yeah. And, uh, and he's all right, but he's not Fred Gwynn good. No. Is but it, I like Lithgow. What, you know, let's save talk about the new movie till the end, because I do uh, have some questions about the new one. Cool. Um, uh, uh, Fred Gwynn. Um, uh oh and uh yeah so then uh Rachel the mom she asks Fred Gwynn about the path that leads down to the woods and Fred Gwynn gets all coy all of a sudden guy can't stop sharing information but all of a sudden he's just like well uh I'll tell you sometime oh yeah that's uh well ominous uh very ominous story but uh maybe later bye yeah. <laughs> save that for another day all right man 
Uh, they all go to bed. It's good to see a family back in there. Stood stood empty for too long. Uh, Dad, uh, uh, Lou. I think that was Dutch that I got into right there. I apologize. <laughs> oh, yes, I know the <laughs> Pest Cemetery very bad. No, Jesus Christ. That's, you might have to cut that out. No, I don't think. I'll leave it in. I... The the dad goes over. Everybody goes to bed. Dad goes over and he has his first uh, first uh, Bud Tallboy with uh, Fred Gwynn. Yeah, big Bud Tallboy boys. This guy there drinking glass bottles or red, red label Bud, man. And uh, all day. those days. And Fred Gwynn just rips fucking butts the whole time. He's so good at ripping butts. Big giant guy fucking smoking cigarettes, drinking beer. Um, you know that path. You know that path you're seeing. What are you, fucking Braveheart? What is that? I'm trying to nail it, but... You think Braveheart originally from Maine? No. No. Scotland. Right. That's strictly... It's a Scottish story. All right. Hey. Um, I don't know where he went on vacation, though. Probably not to Maine, I don't think, but... Ah, uh, you can't get to Maine from here. Your cat looks just like fucking Winston Churchill from the movie, by he's the way. Very, he's very regal. Yeah. Also, that cat died, and you put him in a pet cemetery, right? He has been dead for years. <gasps> yeah, haunted. Everything, kitties. everything down in the basement is dead. Yeah, including you. You're also a ghost that I talk to every week. Um, oh, jeez, oh, Pete's. That was not good. Jeez, oh, Pete's is my new favorite saying. You know, uh, it's a good one, man. Yeah, you said it like four times last night at the show, and I said this guy. This guy knows yeah, dude. words. I could I <laughs> I can turn a phrase, the same phrase, but I can turn it. Uh uh Fred uh uh, uh Judd. We'll call him Judd. Judd, yeah. That's the character. I mean, name. that is his name. He uh he Maybe you should call him Mr. Crandall just to put some respect on sure, it. Sure, yeah. He Mr. Is, Crandall he is an older guy. Judd I think I could get away with Judd because I'm closer to the age. That's true. But yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. you're like his grandchild. Yeah, yeah, His yeah. pissy little self-centered grandchild. Pop, pop. Uh, the path, uh, he explains that the path leads down to a pet cemetery because uh, all the trucks that are running down these roads are constantly hitting cats and dogs. So people are always burying their pets up in this pet cemetery, which, uh, I, you know, look, I know that property laws in Maine are probably a little more lax, but bury your own fucking dog on your own land. Don't be coming down here and Yeah, it seems uh it seems illegal. Yeah, it's not a destination. Dude, you got a backyard. Yeah. Fucking fuck go that way. Go down your... your path. Yeah, you get you want to go fucking start It almost seems like pet it cemetery was... in your woods, bitch. It was probably like an old lady that lived there and all the kids were just like, "Fuck it, we're burying it in Mrs. Boland's yard." Yeah, and she's just like, "Yeah, you get out of here." And they're like, "Suck my Yeah, what are you going to do?" Um I'll get you, my pretties. Uh, so Fred, uh, Fred, ah, uh, little Wizard of Oz thing that I did there. Sick, dude. Pretty good, right? That was fucking That's a classic. Sick, but uh, I couldn't tell you right now the name of the actress. It was the uh, witch lady. It was the witch, but I, I know I used to it know. It was her the coffee, the Mister Coffee Lady, right? The what? She did the commercials for uh, the coffee. Oh, I don't have any idea about 70s. that. Yeah, no, again, I can't. I, I I'm not. Let's not get into the Wizard of Oz. Let's go back to this. I do, I do love it. We're off to see the Pet Cemetery with Fred Gwynn and Denise Crosby. Uh, Judd uh, brings the family up to the Pet Cemetery. Uh, family could have done all this shit on their own. Yeah, but, it is uh, their yard. Judd, uh, Judd assimilates into this family fast. I, like you said before, I think he's lonely. 
He's, right. a, he's a lonely. Uh, it, not a not an unnice guy. Just kind of, you know, he's just. Well, I think he's very friendly. Comes in, but he comes into the house without knocking. It's he's, Maine, dude. Everything's unlocked. You go in. You make sure your neighbors haven't been murdered. Uh, probably he probably does that a couple times a week. Uh, the mom because, up in, and this is just a guess. I bet the previous family was murdered there. Yeah, probably. That's probably a good guess. Uh, the mom gets a little uh, pissy up at the pet cemetery. She doesn't really like being up here. She thinks it's creepy. Yeah, but we know that we find out later the family she comes from, and I, yeah. you know, Fred, uh, Fred, uh, uh, Judd. I gotta start calling him Judd. Call him Judd. Judd, uh, or call him Herman Munster. Judd, yeah, uh, Herman Munster, Dad Munster starts teaching the little girl about graveyards, which you know what you know what the de- you know what a cemetery is it's where the dead speak yeah hey dude oh no not like that no no they <laughs> speak with uh, words you know uh, with a headstone jesus dude judd fucking read a room bro uh, we don't need to be talking yeah. about death right now i mean that it's a classic old main guy thing to tell a little kid about death way too soon is that did, is that how you learned about death that's how i learned Wow, I mean, it was actually at my mother's funeral. So, oh yeah, <laughs> and and and, uh, and uh, Fred Gwynn was sitting there going, "Oh yeah, no, yeah." No, it was Crampy. It was oh. William L. McMorrow, <laughs> Senior, and he was just going, "Oh," but on. he was an old man from Maine. Hey, Bill, yeah, no, death He's comes like, first. Yeah, definitely all. dead. Yeah, no, that one right there. That one's laying still. Mm. Bye. That's mom, is what I said. Um. <sighs> Right, that night, it, shut it down. That night, uh, Ellie, the little girl, is uh, super worried her cat's gonna die. Which uh, as every kid, as every kid, like right here, sitting here with my little kitty, I worry yeah. about him all. But the also, time. like this fucking road, but you start, leave the cat inside. Don't let the cat outside. These trucks ah, are gonna fucking hard. kill your cat. It's hard. The cat. Uh, if the cat has been raised as an outdoor cat, bro, you can't keep that thing inside. Um, do you da- agree that I'm right? <laughs> That if you raise your cat outside, what? That all right? No, I didn't. I didn't follow that. Let's at all. just say that that cat's probably gonna die. Yeah, no, uh, guaranteed. <laughs> uh, if the cat doesn't die, we got not much of a movie. Uh, hey, uh, the dad is gonna bring the cat to get castrated. Uh, not castrated. That's not what you call castrated? it. Castrated, fixed, fixed, neutered, yeah. or neutered. Spayed? Get his nuts cut off. Uh, to quote, is it a boy cat? Well, uh, they say get his nuts cut off. Well, his name's Winston Churchill, and Ellie says yeah, she doesn't want. You know him. what? You don't have to uh, name your cat according to its actual gender. Yeah, well, you can name your cat. Fair. That's a boy. We named it Winnie because the lady that used to live here uh, was named Winnie. Well, that's. But then we cut his nuts off. So, oh, okay, that seems disrespectful to that lady. Yeah, she'd probably hate us anyways. <laughs> Uh, no, she says uh, it, it's a boy because she says she doesn't want uh, she doesn't want Church to get his nuts cut. Yeah, she's a little kid. She doesn't know what nuts are. Yeah, but she says it out loud, and then they laugh like, "Oh, kids!" They say the darndest yeah, things. Yeah, they're probably like, "Ah, this cat's got ovaries, you idiot." Um, these this this husband and wife they seem like the angriest fucking people on. They seem like they don't like each other at all. Well, no, I don't think they do. And he hates the, like. His, fa- her family hates him. Yeah, father's just hey, a dick, dude. I get. We'll get to that because uh, that's. Uh, oh, you're gonna bring some personal experience into this? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I get that. Uh, now we're introduced to the last character in this film, Missy. No, she's not the last character. No, you're right. There's one more, Pascal. Yeah, 
Uh, Missy is... And she's barely a character, dude. She's there to, just to complain about her tummy ache. Uh, well... I wish I got married to a doctor who could look at my belly. Yeah, I... And she's like, whatever, Missy, can you clean tomorrow? Does she, She's their housekeeper, or she helps out? She's doing their laundry. She's doing something. Her they never explain it. Her name's Missy. There's no, uh, we don't know where she came from. Like she just shows up. That like we don't know yeah. where. <laughs> I don't know anything about this yeah. lady. She just it doesn't out. show them like looking in the fucking Bucktown Gazette. Yeah, like Look. oh, they don't interview her. There's no background check. It's not like uh, she's just a weird. Judd main... isn't like oh, I got a granddaughter that does laundry. She's just a main lady that comes over and she has a bellyache. Uh, then the parents, go away. The parents kiss fucking hard. They're holding the baby and they kiss right in his fucking yeah, face. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's a little too intense. Uh, and then uh, we meet my favorite character in the movie. If the baby wasn't there, you think they would have fucked? <laughs> right there on the uh, street? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Give Judd a little uh, thrill. You know, because he's watching every single thing that happens. Oh, yeah, dude. He's probably got cameras in there. Back to 13 cameras again. All right. Uh... Uh, dad goes to his first day at work, uh, and immediately a kid has uh, been hit by a truck. Trucks in this town. Dude, like that right there. Okay, now get the fucking fence. Yeah. How have you not called the fucking, even to get a fucking estimate yeah, on what get a, a fence quote. Would They'll come out. They'll do it for free. It's insane. You're a doctor, dude. Um, they uh, These kids are dragging. They, they, uh, they're... Carrying this kid up these steps to this uh, the college hospital. Yeah, it's almost like they're going to a potty with him. Yeah, it, uh, it his brain's exposed. Yeah, dude. I dude, listen. This kid got hit. I don't. It's hard. I don't know how he got hard. Dude, I love you, buddy. But if your brain was exposed, I would leave you there. Yeah, dude. No, no helping you, man. You, we're missing part of your skull. No one, no yeah, one thought dude, to pick I'm that up. I'm not getting fucking no, brain look, on me, dude. Look, hey, we're dragging this guy up. No one thought to be like, hey, can someone go grab the grab his skull? Hey, can you get the top flappy part of his head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's part of, there's like, I don't know, there's bone somewhere. Just grab that bone. Maybe we can save that bone. Hey, let's bring him into the school and see what the new doctor can do. Yeah, well, this super glue his head back together, I guess. I don't know. This guy's brain is fucking pouring out of his head. Uh, Rip Pascal. He has to do a bunch of doctor shit, and uh, he's alone. They're waiting for the ambulance bunch, to come. A bunch of doctor shit. I don't know what he's doing. It's true. He's he said, hey, not even a sprain, he told his wife. Yeah, he's trying to save him. Uh, then all of a sudden, the patient comes back to life. He spits blood on yeah, him. Yeah, dude, nobody t checked his vitals. There's no way you check his vitals well, when that happens. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think this might be some kind of uh, supernatural ghosty shit. But still, there would be some type of vital there. No. For a ghost? A no. How is a ghost going to do that without even a, a, a slight pulse? Well, I thought for a second, I thought he was hallucinating or something like that. But, Seems uh, like it. But uh, this uh, this uh, this uh, headless cat, well, not Pascal. skull, skullless. He sits up. Skullless. He has and he the croaks out. He goes, this is what he says: "The soil of a man's heart is stonier, Lewis. I'll come to you soon." Yeah. And and then Lewis is like, "How do you know my name?" And I'm like, "What fucking doctor doesn't wear a name tag?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Also, well, that's true. But also, uh, this guy just fucking then just fucking dies again. I think he was already dead. I don't even no, think he's he said was that. dead. He sits up. Looks him in the eye and then he fucking goes back down. And then you, you think just... that was just adrenaline? No, I think he was he was he was doing ghost stuff. Ghost stuff. Yeah, dude, this guy's totally dead when they bring him in. There's no chance he's alive. All right. 
Uh, I think once air hits your brain, your brain just dies. Once your you once your brain is exposed because the, you, part of your skull's removed. Yeah, dude, that's fucking brain surgery. They do that all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, they do it in a vacuum though. You're dead in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, in a vacuum cleaner. Uh, that night he is uh, Lewis is in bed. And uh, he jolts up, and then uh, this uh, this guy that got hit by the truck, this runner, is just standing yeah. in the doorway. Lock your fucking door, dude. You already know Judd's going to walk He's in. He's a ghost, Bill. This guy's not fucking... At one point, I walked through him. He doesn't have... He didn't follow the laws of he physics. He didn't know that right then, though. But He, he also, didn't even say, hey, how'd you get in my house? Yeah, but he also disappears, like, in front of his eyes, so... Yeah. You know, we can't. We that can't, does seem like you can't a ghost apply the do. laws to physics to a ghost. It does seem ghost-like. And he, just, uh, and he dude, he's acting pretty chill, super cash. He's not like a scary ghost. He's just, uh, he's just hanging out in the doorway, and he goes, "Hey, come on, Doc, we got places yeah, to go." Come on. Uh, Who said goes, it was a dream? And so he goes, "Oh fuck!" And then the guy gets up and he goes with the ghost, dude. Hey, man, I'm not. We know this from The Conjuring. I'm not going with ghosts. Yeah, you you don't know until it happens, dude. I do the ghost guy. Like he was a friendly ghost. If I was Ebenezer Scrooge, I'm not learning a lesson because those three ghost visits and I tell them all to fuck off. Pascal the friendly ghost. <laughs> I'm not visiting. No ghost is visiting me. It's not happening. I would have given him a hat and said, at least cover that fucking brain. Yeah, dude, dude you look gross. Come on. They don't get skulls in heaven. <laughs> um, You figured God would have patched it up. He, uh, I've heard he can do anything. That's true. And if he wants a cat, get his own fucking cat. That's what he does. He just keeps sending him into the road so he's got something to play with. He uh, Seriously, those trucks are way too fast. Too fast. Uh, this ghost uh, brings Lewis up to the pet cemetery. Um, and uh, there's a place uh, with a blue light with a dead walk, he says. Big uh, stick pile. Yep. And he says the ground beyond uh, is sour. Um. And it's all weird. See, it just brings him up, and it's kind of just like this weird, like, there's blue light and all this shit. And then, yeah, I mean, he is with a ghost, though, so it's already weird. Yeah, so it feels dreamlike. You're just like, oh, it's a dream. Yeah. But then he wakes up, and then he His looks... feet are dirty. Very, feet are, it's very dirty. Yeah, not regular dirt. Not just walking on the No, 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 these are muddy. Floor. Yeah. And he's got this shit uh, in the... So he changes the sheets. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, and, then, and his uh, wife's probably like, who are you fucking in our bed that you're doing this? Why are you all yeah, of a sudden you Mr. What's up, Clean? man? Fucking Swamp Thing. What are you doing? All of a sudden you, what? Like what? Uh, yeah, I think she already suspects something anyways. But yeah, they don't seem to like each other. They don't. Um, uh, we learned the, uh, the runner's name is Victor Pascal. Uh, and he is a, he's the ghost of the most. And he's hanging out. And he uh, got killed by a truck. He did get foreshadowing. Yeah, dude. You would think the trucks would be uh, the real enemy in this movie, but uh, it turns you out. You would think after killing Pascal, they would slow down for a little bit. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, shit, dude. Hey, dude, you fucking killed the guy again. OSHA is on our ass this week. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Keep it under 50 on the little roads. Yeah, Ralph Nader said, like, if they unsafe drive like at any that, speed. They drive like that on that road. What the fuck are they doing on the highway? Oh, Jesus. Where are they going, though, with all this? That's the fucking thing. They got all these gas trucks. Where are these trucks going? They must you be going. Do you think it's gas, or do you think that they just say it's gas and it's moonshine? Oh, fuck. Right? And that's why they're situation. going so fast, is they're avoiding the law. You got Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes more Imagine sense. Imagine if uh, Burt Reynolds <laughs> was in this as the truck driver. <laughs> It'd be a, a much different movie. And Sally Field. 
Uh, and Dom DeLuise. I know he wasn't in the band at one, but you know. Yeah, hey, you know if Dom, Dom DeLuise was uh, played uh, the dad in this movie. Better movie, I think. Do you think? I think. Uh, what if Dom DeLuise was a Fred Quinn? <laughs> I got. I don't have a Dom that. DeLuise impression. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Dom DeLuise. He comes over. He's always he wearing does a that laugh, a scally cap, or a beret. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. The mom and the kids are going to dinner uh, in Chicago. Uh, and, and he's and uh, Lewis isn't going because the fucking the father's parents a hate dick, him. dude. The parents don't like him, so he's not going to Thanksgiving. And uh, I'll be honest with you, Which, I, I mean, dude, I get it. This guy kind of sucks, dude. Yeah, but but I, he's a doctor. I, Your daughter dude, did all right. You're a fucking wife, you gotta go. Um, soon as they leave, uh, Judd Your calls. Your daughter did all right. Way to fucking put her right. value on the, the man she marries. I mean, you could have got away with that in the 80s, Sean, so I'll give you that. All right. But All right. Well, nowadays, we're grandfathered in. It's 1989. I had 12 They say together. that about the new one. See what happens. All right. Maybe I will. I got to watch the new one. We'll see. You should. Maybe. Um, Judd calls. Uh, guess what, dude? Cat's dead. And also- We fro- all knew it was going to fucking happen, And dude. Cat's frozen to the ground. This cat is yeah. stuck He's to the ground. He's been dead for a while. I mean- you know what? I'm not going to go back to the fence thing right now because a cat can get over a Cat's fence. Cat's going to get over a fence. Very easily. Or but through a fence, you know whatever. What? It still should be there. Yeah. It, it, look, hey, they're going for Thanksgiving. That fucking thing could be up by the time they get back. I mean, if the cat's frozen on the ground, the ground's probably pretty solid. You're not going to get any posts in until the spring. You yeah, know. Fair enough. You know, you got to wait. Yeah, but it's not winter. Is it winter? It's not it's winter. It's Thanksgiving. Schools. It's Thanksgiving. You but the cat is frozen to the ground. There's a dead cat that died. No, the cat is fucking stiff from being dead. No, yeah, and stuck to the ground. So it's either somebody came along and ejaculated all over the cat and stuck him to the grass, or cat froze overnight. Fred Gwynn. Fred Gwynn is wearing a pretty... Ejaculated on a cat. He's wearing a pretty heavy hood. Excuse me. Uh, Judd Crandall ejaculated yeah. on a cat. Keep it to the character so there's and no Fred Gwynn is a method. He's a method actor, yeah. though, so. Gotta do it this way. Um, So the dad is like, ah, Ellie's gonna be all upset her cat died. Uh, And then uh, Judd, for some reason, uh, this is this is really my only nitpick with this uh, is uh, thing. So Judd uh, goes, there's another way. What's up, dude? <laughs> He's you're trying fucking, to get behind you, dude. Your cat is trying to fucking... Yeah, he, because you're talking about dead cats, and he's, he's trying, trying to hide fucking, his face. He's trying to pet cemetery me. He does not like it. Um, Judd brings uh, him up to the pet cemetery, uh, but the place they're going is over a giant pile of dead trees. Yeah, no way, dude. He and says, no, we can't do that, dude. That's crazy. There's no chance that uh, Fred Gwynn is getting over that stick pile. No, his fuck do- no, His dude. dog died in 1924, dude, 1989. no way. This guy He's is- He's like, oh, I've done it a few times. I know where to step. Fucking 70 years old. Yeah, Get dude. the fuck out of here. I don't trust you going up my front stairs, No dude. way, dude. This is a lawsuit looking to happen. And that's the thing. It's on his. Pro- it's on Lewis's property, right? I don't know if Lewis owns all this property. Yeah. Because or, they eventually right. end up going fucking mountain. But they have to go up through his property to get there so there's got to be some type of they go up through the pet cemetery they go past this fucking brambles then they start fucking climbing a million fucking rocks yeah uh, dude what's like dude just buy a new cat how come the blue get light... a white cat paint it black yeah. she's not gonna notice just tell her it died man uh, that's true that's probably the better more just say i don't know do. what happened to it uh and then turn it be like oh you shouldn't have left him outside 
Maybe you'll learn next time. And yeah, she'll grow up with issues over that. But yes, whatever. but the, so but Judd is so concerned about this girl being sad about the cat that he brings him to the burial ground yeah, to bury th- the cat. It's all on him, dude. And then uh, it's all on him. He did this with his dog as a kid. He knows what this yeah. is. Yeah, well, that's the insane. He knows that's, he shouldn't have done this. This is all in, This is this is where Judd, mind your fucking business, bud. Yeah. Uh, they come back. Judd says the soil of a man's heart is stonier. Sounds familiar, right? Yeah, because that's what the fucking Pascal said to yeah. him when he popped to life. Um. Uh, he's raking leaves. All of a sudden, watch out! Church is back. The cat came back the very next day. Uh, yeah, he doesn't look good either. Nope. And he jumps up and he fucking just scratches the dude's yeah. face. Yeah, church is fucking crazy. Church. Well, uh, it's probably from being dead and then buried and then digging yeah. himself out. And he's super aggressive. He smells. Um, and then Judd explains that uh, he learned about the place from the Ragman. I don't know what the I don't the know rag what man. That's what he keeps saying. He goes, the Ragman brought him up there. Which that don't sound great. If a ragman brings you someplace, that's yeah. that's a molestation. That's not. He was probably, he was probably the old guy that lived uh, across the street from Judd when he was growing up, man. Yeah, because uh, his dog spot. They never say who the ragman is. No, no, no. They don't show him. Uh, they do show Judd as a kid. They showed Judd as a kid, and his dog Spot died in barbed wire in 1924. Um, and when he came back from the pet cemetery, he was not the same. He's super aggressive and all that. And all of this, you know this, and you still brought this fucking yeah. doofus up there to bury his cat. Yeah. So now it's just you like. You deserve what's coming for you, Judd. Uh, and uh, Lewis asks him, he goes, has anyone ever buried a person up there? And Judd fucking flips out. He goes, Christ on the throne? No. Whoever would. And he spills his bud heavies. He knocks all the bottles of beer yeah. over. Um, oh, 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 yes. uh, this uh, uh, this part, uh, the doctor uh, draws himself a bath while his family's away. Which yeah, I dude, was... imagine having a fucking draw bath every time you want to. I mean, they probably had a shower too, but this guy's just there's no shower in that tub. Oh, well, he's soaking in the tub, just having a nice soak. I thought that was pretty creepy, but then Church throws a dead rat in the bath, and I thought yeah. that was fucking hilarious. He's like, "How'd you get in here? Ah, don't you throw dead rats at me, uh, jerk!" Uh, jerk cat. We've uh, we've discussed. He knows that it's undead. Yeah, we've discussed uh, many a time about the uh, trivia on IMDb and how it's kind of dumb sometimes. Yeah. Uh, one of the trivia items on the IMDb is that the uh, rat uh, that they used was fake. That was trivia. Somebody listed. Somebody took the time to log into an account just in case nobody picked it up on dude, first or second viewing. Dude, how fucking gross was it? They threw a real rat at that guy in the tub? Uh, no, no, actually, guys. Yeah, no, rat was fake. That was from the prop department. Um, the family comes home and Ellie tells uh, the dad a dream of uh, exactly what happened. She, she Yeah, dude, she nailed it. She this kid the, is clairvoyant. She got the shining, baby. She is clairvoyant. She got the shining. Uh, and at this point, Missy... She has a few of those throughout it, right? Yes. Uh, and, um, Maybe this is all Ellie's fault. Yeah, I would say so. Right? Yeah, if you don't have a cat, then none of this happens. I mean, it is still Lewis's fault because he never did get the fence. Yeah, for sure. And dude, also, that he, is just fun. I can't get past that. He left Chicago to go to Maine. Come on, dude. 
I, I can't believe that Judd doesn't have a fence, first of all. But I also can't believe he was like, oh, you might want to get a fence. Yeah, or go down to the fucking town and complain and say, let's get some fucking... Dude, can we get speed bumps on this road? Yes, let's get a speed table. Let's get some signs. I mean, nowadays they'd have those uh, Children at play that, sign. That let's get some fucking... Speed trap lights. Let's do something. This town, these the people I know, look, they're probably the only thing that's providing tax dollars to this local economy is this fucking what's the wife's name again rachel yeah it seems like rachel would have said something she, she should have become an, ag- an advocate a yeah, traffic she seems uh, like she'd be like traffic study advocate my baby almost died the first day yeah within and they'd be like minutes, well, why didn't you fucking do any minutes watch your, you're a bad mother yeah they would just been like watch your fucking baby yeah we're gonna Uh-oh. send dss up hey, or whatever the missy main equivalent missy our dear friend Missy with the bellyache. Yeah, we finally get to know her and love her. Yeah, it just kills herself. Just What did the note say? I have cancer? I think, she, yeah, she has cancer. I mean, Judd already, uh, not Judd, Lewis already offered to check yeah, it out. check it her. out. And, she was uh, like, nah, it, it'll go away. It always does. I don't, she just hangs herself, and I don't. Was it in her basement? <sighs> was it in their basement? I don't know. Nobody says anything. That, it just goes right to the funeral. That's the fucking problem is that I don't know anything about Missy, and I don't yeah. know why she kills herself. There's absolutely where no she kills herself. Why these guys are in the front row at her funeral. I think it was, I think uh, they might have expanded more in the book. I would fucking hope so. <laughs> because Or they just put her in there and she's not in the book. Uh if that's the case, then that this is even more bizarre. If this isn't a thing from the book, I don't know what the yeah, fuck's going on. Yeah, it doesn't add on. anything to it, right? It, not a thing. I mean, the only thing it adds to it is it, it gets Stephen King into the movie because he plays the priest at the her funeral, right? Or is he at... He's the priest at Missy's funeral. Yeah. And I... I it's, yeah, but it's, the, the, it doesn't... It's mind-boggling why the, she's in these scenes and why she kills herself... Yeah. And why she pins the note to herself. So I uh, maybe it all depends on where she hung herself because if you look, she looked like she lived alone. No oh. one's finding that body for a while. So you gotta leave. Well, that. she's definitely a spinster. She said she's never been married. Yeah. And once again, not to tie a woman's worth to her uh betrothed, maybe? Is that the word? Are we still going? Yeah, we're good. Good. Uh, but yeah, she it, it it adds nothing. I don't think it necessarily detracts anything, but it's it's weird. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I I concur, bro. Um, Knock it, boom, fist bump. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Ellie and Lewis go to the funeral with Judd, uh, and Rachel stays home, and then we get this part of it is fucking bizarre. This this what happens next is bizarre. So why would Ellie go to the funeral? I don't know, dude. She seems like she's a little like bit obsessed if, with death, but she doesn't know that her cat died. She's got to know. I don't know. Uh, but she's like, oh, he smells. So she comes, she, she comes home and she asks her dad if Missy uh, went to heaven. And then he gives her like all the different maybe, no, who knows. Uh, and then the mom comes upstairs and she's not happy with the conversation that she overheard. And then we, she flashes back. It turns out she just doesn't like death. Yeah. Oh, the sister, right? F- strong stance, dude. You don't like death? Yeah. Fucking it's hard to believe. Bold. Hard to believe. Bold, man. Somebody had to say it. I love death. Somebody had to be against death. Wow. Anti-death you are. Well, okay. Let's see if it plays out. Takes all types. Uh, she flashes back to the uh, the mom. I wonder how she feels about maiming. <laughs> uh <laughs> 
I don't like lacerations. Okay, cool. <laughs> Open wounds? Uh, not a fan. I'm, not I'm for me. I'm against them. Uh, we flash back when, uh, to the, uh, Rachel when she was a, a young girl, and she has to spoon feed her backroom sister, the sister they have basically chained up in the background. Yeah, she's that's got, weird. She got her name's Zelda, and she has spinal meningitis. And um, uh, I wrote down in my notes, uh, uh, there is no chance this is an accurate representation of spinal meningitis at I all. I was right? just thinking that in my head. Is not that, even. Can that be right? No, it's it certainly is not uh, spinal meningitis in any kind of realistic fashion. Um, I mean, meningitis is an infection. It's bad and it's painful, but you don't like mutate and turn yeah, into a fucking yeah. weird witch. Do you think this is why uh, George Romero wanted to do the movie? Because uh, he wanted to explore spinal meningitis more. <laughs> not that he wanted to explore the uh, medical ramifications, but I think he just wanted to do the outfit. I think he wanted to do the makeup. For oh, sure. Yeah, I bet he would. I mean, right? he also probably just liked the story. And uh, he's uh, Return of the Living Dead and all that, right? Uh, Is that Romero. No, he's Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead. But he's all the zombie type, like all the yeah. But Return of the does he do the actual uh, makeup and shit on that? Does... No, I don't. I have no idea. I bet he has. People. I think Romero's like one of those dudes, right? Yeah, he designs the stuff. Yeah. I think. Um, prosthetics, not makeup. What is that called? <sighs> Special effects. Special FX. Watch out. Um, the draw. No, so now we get a uh, an Arinko truck. Arinko, the real menace. It's a fucking company. The driver's flying down the road. Dude, he's this dude, he's listening to. Uh, he's listening to Sheena is a punk rocker. Yeah, the Ramones are all over this. Um, the family's having a picnic. Uh, with Judd. Because fucking God forbid anybody takes a shit without Judd being involved. Well, you know what? He's he's your neighbor right across the street. He's always looking in your bedroom windows. Yeah, you know he's there. Uh, he's lonely. They're having a. Uh, uh, this is very uh, irresponsible. They're having a picnic and they're flying a kite in their unfenced in yard. Yeah. Lewis gives the kite to, uh, to the baby to and Gage. says, run towards the street. <laughs> and then uh, Ellie's like, ah, Gage is going to fuck it up. Uh, I think she calls him a dumb shit or something like that. Yeah, like little shit or something. Um, Gage uh, uh, does fuck it up. Lewis turns his back on the she kid. She swears at the baby and fucking Judd lets loose with a, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> what I like. <laughs> Fist bump. Call that baby dumb. Uh, and then, uh, dude, this part. Uh, I was uh, not prepared for. I was unaware of what happens in this movie. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was under the impression this was an evil cat film. You told me last night that you had never seen this, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I did not. But know. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna ruin it for you. I did not know we we're. I about thought to, everybody we're, knew about Baby Gage. We were about to see a fucking three-year-old kid get yeah, hit with a fucking rocked. Mack truck. And that uh, the shoe, dude. The bloody shoe with the sock still. He got knocked out of his fucking sock. He's dead, man. The gas truck flips over, and then that bloody sneaker fucking rolls into frame. And it's just just in case you don't know. And then we go right to the funeral for Gage. And what a fucking funeral this is. Dude, the father-in-law... Starts the shit, oh and then fucking God. somebody holds Lewis back like it's his fault. 
The the father in law. The father in law knocks over the fucking casket. casket and his little fucking hand pops out. This funeral is wild. The father in law fake ass casket, dude. It hits the ground and it's like made out of fucking like cot pressed cardboard or something. <laughs> it is not good. Uh, I mean, you it, can't get a real baby casket for the movie. Look, I don't. What was the budget on this? Uh, yeah, we can't blow it all on a real baby casket. Yeah, fifty-seven dollars. Um, it can't be that heavy because, uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. The uh, they ha- the fucking father-in-law comes over and he goes, "I knew that you were a fucking piece of shit and you were gonna cause death." Yeah, and dude, I- you got to do this in the church in front of the fucking casket. Yeah, I don't know if this is the time. Can't you wait until the after party? Or maybe fucking voice your concerns uh, before you paid for the wedding, you dipshit. I mean, I bet he did. It seems like he has voiced these concerns a lot. But uh, well, anyway, uh, but hey, once again, if you had gotten a fucking fence. <laughs> None of this would have fucking happened. He pops Lewis in the fucking head, and he starts just fucking knocks Lewis down to the ground, and then he just starts stomping him in church. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking laying boots in, just getting kicks in hey. and stomping him. So uh, not under, not fucking... not undeserved. Not no. undeserved. Buy a fucking fence, Lewis. Get that fence. Watch your kid. Also, you're a doctor, dude. How did you not listen? All right, maybe the ground's frozen. Maybe they can't build the fence now. But if you can't show me a fucking purchase order yeah. for a fucking fence, dude, you know, fuck you. You go to prison. Show me the piece of scrap paper in the kitchen that you got just numbers Anything. you've gotten down. Just, just fucking, you're even, yeah. You're even thinking about it. Show me that you've measured the fucking yard. Uh, after the funeral, they go back to uh, the back of the house. Judd comes in, and he immediately goes, don't even think about it. Don't think about it. Don't yeah. do it. I mean, we all know what he's thinking, right? Yeah, because... Fucking, he's gonna. Lewis is like, oh, I'm gonna fucking pet cemetery my kid. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Well, because uh, then uh, Judd tells the story of the uh, Bakerman, Timmy Bakerman, uh, the kid who who died on his way home from World War Two. Yeah, he wasn't actually killed in the war. Nope, made it home, and then he dies. And then they, they don't say how he actually died, though, right? I presume, what do you think? Presumably hit by a truck. Do it's you like think everything else in this fucking town? Yeah, dude, fucking... these fucking trucks are a menace. Dude, it's insane. World War Two? Did they have trucks back then, or it was still a uh, horse and buggy situation? Uh, I mean, Bill, I'm gonna have to ask you to fucking look deep into your fucking <laughs> the recesses of your historical knowledge and answer that question. All right, I, I think I know it, but uh, I'm gonna put it down on tape. They, uh, they, 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 they. He tells a story, and we flash back to uh, this kid coming back, and he's not the same. He's fucking aggressive. He's eating fucking bones and. They have to eventually just set the house on fire and burn him Dude, alive. No, they could have fucking dragged him out and set him on fire. That's true. It's insane that they're like, we're burning the house. And the guy's like, "Get, it's my son. But yeah. it's like, Dude, can't you just burn him? And he jumped. He went down I with the ship. I live in this house. He went down. The dad couldn't get out. The fucking kid's just fucking like, nah, dude, I'm going down. You're going down. We're going down. We're going to get pet cemetery together. Like, get a fucking axe and uh, fucking chop his head off, dude. And then here is, uh, this is where Fred Gwynn says, uh, dead, sometimes dead is better. And uh, couldn't agree more. Yeah, but, you know, it's probably tough to hear that when it's your baby. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. But uh, I don't think you want to emotionally uh, just pet cemetery somebody i think yeah. you want to well especially i could see him doing it if he hadn't done the cat first and saw how that turned out yeah that cat's been shitty it smells yeah. and he it scratched been, you yeah and it's, and also i don't think anybody even asked him how he got scratched 
No, nobody can. Right? No, they just look at them and they just go, Dude, fuck if you. you had those fucking scratches on your face, you don't think your wife would at least been, what the fuck happened to yeah, you? Yeah, you're going to get pulled into HR and they're going to go, is everything okay yeah, at home? what is going on? Do you need us to call the police? Uh, blink once for yes, blink yeah. twice for it no. It doesn't matter. We have already called the police. Uh, Mom and uh, Ellie, they're going to go back to Chicago with the grandparents. Don't don't seem like the time. Don't seem like the time. Uh, it seems like she's choosing sides. Yeah, it, it just seems uh, you just literally buried your son. Yeah. Maybe stick now around. Now you're abandoning your husband? Um, uh, Ellie has a bad... Or it seems like he should go with... I mean, he definitely shouldn't go with them because of the fighting in front of the baby casket. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he she gives would... a very weak handshake to the... I had limp, yeah, I wrote that down. Yeah. Limp fish handshake to the dad. He's trying to make amends. Not the, even a limp fish. He the father-in-law like kind of hand. apologizes. He goes, hey, look, I was out of line no, there's fighting no you at your son's funeral. There's no I apologize. am sorry that. that I knocked over my grandson's casket and his dead body almost fell into the fucking first pew. That's on I think, me. I That's think, on me. I think... Even just his arm popping out of the casket counts as him coming out of the casket. Yeah, I'm uh, old fashioned that way. They get on the plane, they take off. Uh, Ellie has had a she had a she does not want to leave because she had a nightmare about Dad Gage and Pascal. This kid is fucking Danny Torrance. Yeah, man. which is weird because Pascal, uh, she doesn't know anything about Pascal. She doesn't. She keeps calling him Pascal. Pascal. Um, like who's Pascal? Uh, my she man. only could have been the fucking uh, skull kid. Yeah, my kid man. With no skulls. Lewis goes right to the cemetery where the actual per- person cemetery, different movie, people cemetery. He goes to dig up his dead son. I think and, it's just a regular cemetery. Yeah, you certainly should not dig up your dead son. You shouldn't do that, and you definitely don't want to go do that during the day. Even though he waits till nightfall. Do you nightfall, think they did that just, uh, it was easier to film? Do you I, think they didn't get lights? No, they got light. I mean, they eventually film in the dark of him digging up the casket and lifting it out of the ground with like one hand, like this thing is made of paper. I already said it was made yeah. of paper. This is a light-ass casket. So do you think they just didn't get a fence because they couldn't afford a real casket? Are they in that much trouble? Yeah, you know, I think... He's a doctor. They got a cardboard casket. They're probably going to get a cardboard fence, and that's really not going to help you out much. Even a cardboard fence would have been better with, than what they had. That's true. That's true. Well, they could have got one of those... Uh, I guess they probably didn't have those invisible fences back then. <laughs> you put, put a fucking, fucking collar on the baby? Shot collar on the dog, yeah. on, on the kid? Uh, Dude, it would have been better in the long run, right? A couple shocks as opposed to that one big shock. <laughs> that That was the truck hitting them. Yes. I meant by one big shock. I gotcha. It was very shocking. It was, it it was, was shocking to you, right? It was shocking. I was not. I knew it was going to happen because I, I read the book. I did not expect dead baby. Yeah. Uh, Pascal shows back up and he uh, he's like the voice of reason for some reason. I don't know why Pascal was so invested in keeping Lewis from doing stupid shit, but he is. Yeah, he should be more like, oh, you couldn't save me. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but uh, because. Why doesn't he go haunt his own family? I don't. I don't know. He's really obsessed. He must have unfinished business. Uh, maybe he's just jealous that he didn't get pet cemeteried. Uh, but he comes back and he, he does he tells uh, Lewis not to do this uh, because he knows that they come back wrong. And, and Lewis just goes, well, you know, if he does, I'll just put him to sleep again. Which seems like yeah, it would... Yeah, cool plan, dude. Yeah, it seems like that would be even tougher. <laughs> yeah, no, you just dug up your son. Now you're going to fucking... You're you're prepared that this might go wrong, so you're prepared to murder your kid again. Yeah, that's pretty much a coin flip. 
You know, you know. Look, the odds are, I bring him back. He's normal. Truck's gonna hit him anyway. So I mean, fuck it. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that they brought him back and he immediately <laughs> and just gets, gets hit by a truck. Plowed again. by a truck. Uh, Pascal, uh, he visits Ellie in Chicago. Uh, this guy, good ghost, Pascal. Gets around though. How does he get there? I don't know. Uh, Did he haunt a plane out of fucking Bangor International Airport? Yeah, he. It seems like he can control people too. He, it's this is a fucking weird movie. I mean, uh, it's yeah. Once you stop burying things and they come back to life, I think it falls into the weird category. Uh, Ellie is asking her mom to check on dad because she thinks dad he's gonna do something dumb, and she wakes up. She has a vision of uh, her sister Zelda again, and then she wakes up on a plane. Now. Here's the thing, right? The timing of all of this is insane. It's insane. She's in Chicago. She gets on a plane. There's a connecting flight that she has to make. So she gets on two planes. This guy, uh, she's trying to go stop him from bringing the kid up to the pet cemetery, even though she doesn't really know what she's trying to stop to do. She gets on a plane from Chicago. She lands somewhere. She's got to get on a connecting flight. Pascal helps her get on there because they're going to close the door. Oh. Then she's oh. got to go to the rental counter. Dude. Pascal helps her get a rental car. No, Pascal, they say that there's no rental car. And then he says, what about the Aries K with the big scratch on the door? And the lady's like, what about oh, the we Aries do K? have an Aries K with a big scratch on the door. And then Rachel's like, okay. And then the lady still asks for a major credit card. Yeah. Like he convinces the lady to the Aries K, but she still needs a credit, a major credit card in her Look, license. I mean, you can only do so much with fucking ghost stuff. You can't, he's still got to, he's hey, still a capitalist. Still, we still got to dot the I's across yeah, the We T's. still got to make we some gotta, money here at budget. We got, hey, my supervisor's going to look at all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're so. going to check the papers. I'm not going to lose my job over right. one fucking haunting. But, so she's going to rent this car. Then the fucking tire blows out on the car. Then she hitchhikes with the fucking evil trucks. Yeah. Well, how can you get into that truck? What's the flight from... The, the flight from... So maybe, say, look. Say she takes a direct flight from Chicago to Boston. What's that? That's a fucking three-hour flight? Four-hour uh, flight? Two and a half, probably, if you, you get the wind with you. Okay. Then she's got to drive from Boston up to fucking buttfuck Maine. Now the... Three hours? So we're looking, all told, uh, taking the time with the rental counter and getting the car and all this stuff. About, what, six hours? A best case scenario, she can get from Chicago to Maine in six hours. I still feel like that's... This guy... Cutting it real close. Yeah, this guy fucking digs up his kid. And it takes him all this time to get to the fucking pet cemetery. And dude, he fucking... You saw how long it took. For him to get up there to bury a cat, he's carrying a fucking body up yeah. there. But he gets down and back, and he buries the kid, and and then uh, this movie fucking this movie takes a fucking weird turn. I mean, weirder, I guess. It's yeah. already weird. So he brings Gage up, he buries Gage, he comes back, goes right to sleep, the way you do when you bury a yeah. fucking when kid in like, a pet oh, cemetery. Oh. I mean, it does have to be emotionally exhausting. Yeah, he uh. Gage comes out of the rocks, and uh, boy, oh boy, he is feral. 
And the first thing we he does. We all knew it. We all knew he was going to be. He comes back. Lewis is passed out. He's fucking stone cold dead. He's dead to the world. He's asleep. First thing Gage and does. And also, they buried him like little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> What's up with the outfit, dude? That No, they. Ah, dude. Oh, man. That fucking. First thing he does is he goes in the doctor's bag. And he opens up the, I guess, the world's fanciest fucking scalpel. Yeah. This thing is in for a, a, the scalpel for the the college doctor. This fucking Robin Leach's fucking scalpel. He opens it up. It's fucking crushed velvet. Takes the scalpel out. It's fucking all. Shiny, I mean, I get the lifestyles of the rich and famous thing, but do you think Robin Leach has a scalpel? No, I think he's uh, passed. I think we lost Robin Leach. Hey, Rip, Rip, yeah. Rob, rest in power, man. Uh, he could have uh, saved himself if he had that scalpel, though. He died in a sword fight. God damn it, Gage. Uh... Yeah, so he's like dressed oh, like... And meanwhile, all this time, Judd is... Uh, he got a phone call from Rachel when she was still in Chicago. So he's out on the front porch with a six-pack of Bud, ripping butts. He's going to stay awake, but just going... No, he fell asleep because he's old. Dickhead. Go across the street. Check. Look. Yeah, I mean, it would be. You know where he's going to be. He's going to go. know what's going on. You, you know, know he's... that he's doing this. You know he's going to dig up the kids to so go to the fucking graveyard and you'd be like, hey, whoa, buddy, put him back before you get in trouble. Yeah. Bury the, just let him be dead. Judd. You know, he's just going to wander in the street again. Judd, what a fucking dipshit, man. Judd. So Judd comes over. Yeah, but at least, dude, he's like 75. He's losing his faculties. This is, I got confused here. Where it, where does Judd get murdered? In Judd's his house? own house. Okay. So Gage comes back over to Judd's house? I think this everybody. Because eventually they burn down Judd's house. Yeah. I think all three of because Rachel, uh, we, I don't want to... Hop ahead, but no, no. Well, we got to do this. Yeah, Judd, Judd falls okay, so asleep on his his porch, porch, and, and then, then he goes he into sees his little, house. So yeah. he sees the little footprints, the little muddy footprints in his own home. Yeah, that's okay. So he goes in, engages in there, hiding uh, under the bed, and this is Dude, one of the ridiculous. Fucking, oh, one of the grossest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Oh yeah, the the Achilles. Dude, he gives he gets fucking. His a fucking Achilles and then tendon he s- slices his then face. Then he gives him a fucking Glasgow smile, and then he just fucking uh, bites his fucking neck off. Yeah, and it seems like uh, Glasgow smile. That's a that's a good terminology. Yeah, that's what it's called. Who's that from? Uh, Glasgow. Is that just from you murdering no, from people? Scotland. No, Glasgow and. Uh, I mean, I know Glasgow is in Scotland, but why yeah, they call Gla- it a... Because it, well, it used to be... Uh, there was no handguns in the UK, so it's all knife violence, and Glasgow yeah. was like the most violent city it's in... It's like when they say Italian necktie, and it's the... Uh... Yeah, Colombian necktie, yeah, where they, you know, they slice your throat, and they pull your tongue down, and... Yeah, whatever on. nationality you No, the Glasgow smile is where they would cut from the corner of your mouth up your cheek, like the fucking Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like that should kill him. No. Uh... Like, it seems like he should be screaming, but he's like, out. Yeah, no. Well, you I mean, think he was just still really tired? I think you probably fucking go into shock from having your fucking Achilles just sliced. Yeah, that was. That's fucking very painful. I would imagine. And I then, like it when they keep uh, replacing Gage with a fucking doll, which <laughs> just like a fucking rubber hand. I mean, you have to do it because otherwise, this is completely traumatizing. Type of three. Oh, absolutely. Do. But 
I mean, it's a major motion picture. You could fucking do it a little better. Yeah, we could have got fucking. Deep. Although the the cutting of the Achilles looks pretty sick. Yeah, it's gross. Ugh, it's it's so like realistic as opposed to everything else in this movie. There's not yeah. really. It's just kind of like uh, over the top a little, but that's like, no, no, this is uh, very real. Slices his Achilles, he falls. Method actor, slice slice it up, man. We gotta do it. Gage goes in for the kill, and he rips out his jugular. And uh, like, how hard would it be to kick that baby out the window, Uh, dude? Little zombie baby comes at you, dude. At least fucking, I mean, come on. You can't pick that thing up and throw him. Seriously, dude. I would kick that kid's head clean off. I'm not even a. I'm not even a karate expert. I would fucking roundhouse kick him to the fucking. I think you would do some fucking damage to this. Yeah, dude. I'm not going down in a fucking little scalpel. Jesus Christ. Oh, little Lord Fauntleroy took it down with a baby sword? Yeah, dude. Well, dude, he's not wearing that hat. I don't know what... Dude, it's like the fucking <sighs> old guy from The Exorcist. Rachel comes I home. I mean, uh, Poltergeist. She gets home. She goes into Judd's house, and she goes up the stairs. She hears Gage. Uh, then for a second, she thinks Zelda's in the bedroom. Um, and then Gage comes out with like a fucking wacky hat and a cane. And yeah. I don't, her dead baby. What the fuck was that? Why? I do. I why? I don't. Oh yeah, he wasn't wearing it earlier. No, right? he, this is only in this scene. He comes walking. He looks like a fucking pimp walking towards the camera. He looks like little Lord Fauntleroy. He's wearing that little fucking frilly. It's so insane. See, I thought it was for some reason. I thought that was what he was buried in. No, well, I don't know. I don't. Maybe he was buried in that, but he's not wearing that hat, and he's not. He, he looks yeah, different the rest of the time. Uh, Lewis hears the screams and eventually he wakes up and then he falls out of the bed like an 80s sitcom and he hits his head on the table. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, he finds that his scalpel is missing because, you know, first thing you do is you want to check. Another uh, day, another dollar. Oh, geez. Check oh the... no. I'm hearing some screams. I better grab my... Oh. Let me just go check my moneymaker. Fuck. My scalpel is gone. My prized possession. The most important thing in my life. This scalpel. I can't take care of my family, but my scalpel is in Dude, the most protected case. If his scalpel, his scalpel, it's got three inches of steel. No bullet's gonna harm my scalpel. If his scalpel had legs, they would have built a fence to protect <laughs> it. Can't let that scalpel get away. Um, uh, the father-in-law calls the house to make sure that Rachel got home. And uh, and Lewis is just like, fuck oh, off. Yeah. I can't talk to you. Well, he tells her that she's sleeping. Yeah. And then- the father-in-law is like, Ellie had a bad dream. you got to wake her up. And I mean, let's be honest, dude. Fuck you. I'm not talking to you. You fucking flip my kid's casket over. Yeah, dude. And also, I'm not listening to bad dreams right now. I'm busy. I got I shit got to my do. own shit. All right. My little demon baby came back, and he's apparently killing everybody. Uh, did then- Rachel already get caught? Yeah, she's dead, dude. She was hanging, right? How did did it show how she? No, she he she goes in to hug him, and he he I think he just stabs her. I don't. But wasn't she? Yeah, that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? I saw the feet, and I was like, oh, maybe it's a callback to Missy. Hello. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, that was me. I apologize, you motherfucker. Hey, you know what happened to my mother? <sighs> That's true. I apologize. I've filled I, you in on this story. I apologize. Uh, so the father-in-law calls. Uh, Lewis tells him to fuck off. 
None. Rightfully words. so. Then he gets another call and he picks it like up. Like if goes, he had said fuck off, he would have been fully in, yeah, it's been, in his rights. Yeah. Uh, then they get another call and it's Gage this time. And it's Gage calling. Yeah, how does he know how to dial a fucking phone? No, nah, dude. dude. It doesn't make any sense. And it's the old rotary ones, man. That's that's not that's not a lot. Push it's hard. Yeah. The timing of this, and he's got little hands. Yeah, he's it's... holding a scalpel in one of those hands. Yeah. So what? How is he holding the phone and doing it? And he's dude. Don't tell me that he's got it lodged on his shoulder because he's too little for that. He uh he goes uh he played with Judd, played with mommy. Now he wants to play with daddy. Um, he says it in a playful, childlike way. Yeah, and then fucking Lewis gets fucking mad you, at Gage. Like, ooh, Gage, I'm going to fucking kill it. This is you, idiot. Yeah, you did this. You. you did this. Yeah, by not get getting offense. You knew that this fucking kid was going to come back evil. You knew that, and you fucking did it. Don't get mad at him for being evil. You fucking made him. You made him do this. You know what? I think he's actually mad at himself, but he's just placing it on Gage. That's true. He's projecting. Yeah, um, he gives uh church a nice looking piece of meat, nice steak looking. Yeah, just to to so he can put on some rubber gloves and euthanize the cat and not let him eat the steak. No, dude, it's like, dude, you can throw down a fucking subprime cut of beef for that. The yeah. cat would still go at it. You're, You're still it. gonna have a nice dinner. You're later. wasting a t-bone. Uh, he sticks uh the cat needle in the cat. Cat's cat's dead. Like that is way too big of a cut of meat for a fucking cat, dude. Yeah, you're not no. feeding a fucking lion. But you're trying. Really, all he's trying to do is tempt the cat and go like, "Hey, kitty," and you know, you're not gonna. Yeah, a bowl of kibble would do it. That's true. Um, or blood. He could probably just bleed on the ground. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks into Judd's house and uh, it's all fucking run down and covered in plants and fucking evil as shit. Um, but just it's pretend. Uh, apparently, Gage can do that now. He can just make the house look weird. Yeah, the I rules. Think- the rules of Pet Cemetery and the coming back eh, yeah. a little fuzzy. Yeah. Um. Uh. Lewis finds Judd and then Gage <laughs> throws his mother out of the attic on a noose. How this baby dragged this fucking mom up into the attic, constructed a noose, set a trap door in the attic, threw the fucking lady down at him. I don't know. Then he just fucking dies bombs his dad. This is all uh pre Google. Like yes. he couldn't, is he doesn't have a search engine to use? No, nope, he's, he's got to go that. to the encyclopedia to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, he's got the fucking homeowner's guide. Um, and once again, he's a baby, so even doing that, he can't read. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, Lewis has a very uh, uh, a a big old fight with a <laughs> fucking rubber doll. Oh man, when it comes out of the attic, it looks so bad. It looks so fake the whole it's, time, dude. It's like a Chucky doll, dude. Um, but when it dies out of the uh, out of the fucking pull down thing for the attic at him, it's hilarious. Uh, this fight is so silly, but eventually he gets the needle in the kid's neck, and, and then he's like, "Ow!" and goes, "Ow! No fair! No fair!" and then yeah, he walks then around he walks the corner. Away. Yeah, it's fucking so bizarre. And then uh, uh, Lewis uh, gets a bunch of gasoline. Uh, and he takes out his wife's body, and he burns down Judd's house. Uh, that maybe man, not your house. Yeah, right. It, well, but it's like when they burnt down. Uh, what was the other one? The oh, Timmy, the, the whatever. Bakerman or whatever. Yeah, it's like, dude, 
drag the fucking evil out of the house and fucking burn the evil on the front lawn. But also, like, uh, do we need to burn the evil? You didn't burn the cat. Well, it seems like uh, it's not a bad idea. It's just like... Uh, it's kind of ceremonial at know, that point. It's just like making sure. It's for show. I mean, maybe you don't have to burn it. Cut its head off. You know? I think we all know at this point. That's how you take care of the undead. Right? Yeah, you gotta sever the you gotta sever the brainstem. This fucking guy can't learn shit because he's just burned down the house. He's got his wife uh, wrapped in a sheet. He's carrying her uh, like he's carrying her over the threshold. He's like, it's fresh. She's fresh. She he just walks died. right through Pascal, who's like, dude, what the fuck yeah, are you are doing? You fucking dumb, dude. Jesus Christ, bro, stop. We Don't. know that this is a bad idea. And, and he's, he's like, like, oh, she's fresh. No, no, she just died. It'll Gage, be fine. We waited, a couple, we waited too long. Yeah. Uh, so he goes up to the fucking burial ground again. Which, hey, he's the one with the medical degree, but I still think he's probably wrong. Your fucking cats are all Dude, over me. they fucking love you. And it is Guys, it's, we're... Guys, we're gonna put it up on the web. You'll get to see this. I the whole episode, these cats have been sitting on me. They love you. Oh, now they're fighting (sighs) right next to your head. We're so close to the end, kitties. Just hold it together. You know what? I think they got a lot of uh, animosity about church. That's true. Lewis did church dirty. Uh, so he comes back. He's sitting in the kitchen. He's sitting in front of the fridge, and he just starts playing solitaire. Yeah, on the floor, dude. You got a table right there, bro. You just remurdered your kid. Your neighbor's dead. Your wife's dead. You just buried your wife in a pet cemetery. You still have a daughter. She's still around. She's in Chicago, though, She's right? In, yeah, wish yeah. She, yeah, she does not need to come back to Maine for this yeah, shit. I don't think uh, the parents would send her back. No. I think we're headed for a custody battle, yeah. which I believe is what pet cemetery is about. Pet Cemetery too. Excuse me. Oh, I would uh, suggest that there's no custody battle because uh, they're all dead, except for the uh, wife. No, Lewis is w- alive. No, he's not. The end of the movie is. Oh yeah, right. She, the end of the movie. He's sitting in the kitchen. She yeah, comes she in. She comes out with, with missing an eye. Just Dude, they start, they start making, making out. out, and her eye is pouring fucking into his mouth. Ugh, that was gross. They start kissing. All the stuff's pouring out of her eye and running down her face. And, and then, then she they picks go up the scalpel. Then they or they knife. go wide. She picks up a knife, and then uh, we cut to black and we hear a scream. And that's Pet Cemetery. We go right into the Ramon song. But I believe Pet Cemetery Two is actually uh, it was originally titled Crema uh, vs. Crema. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the 1989 Pet Cemetery. Yeah, you've seen the 2019 Pet Cemetery. Yeah, we watched it uh, a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah, how does it uh, how does it compare? Uh, I like the original better. They changed some things. Yeah, uh, the they changed the ending. They flip the the kids too. The daughter dies in the new one, and the baby lives. Is that true? I don't remember. I think I read that. But at the end, I'm just going to spoil the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end of the new one, uh, the whole family's uh, undead. Oh. Okay. And they they do this thing at the beginning. Who the fuck keeps burying all the people? I forget. Huh. Well. I think it's, uh, it's kind of like the same deal, but like how Lewis gets killed at the end here. Yeah. 
And I think at at the end it shows them they're like leaving the house, but they're all ah fuck, I can't really remember. But they did. Uh, they have a scene at when they first find out about the pet cemetery. Like in, in the original, they see the path and they ask Judd. Mm-hmm. And in the new one, they're like taking a walk in the woods, and they see these kids fucking walking into the woods with like shovels and shit, and they all they're all wearing like animal masks. Oh, I don't like and that. It's ve- yeah, it's fucking creepy. Yeah, but I, I like the original better. But it, you know. It's uh, it was worth a watch. All right, maybe I'll check that out if it. Yeah, and uh, it's got uh, Jason Clark. I do Lithgow. like Jason Clark. Um, I think Lithgow is uh pretty good in the Judd Crandall role. Yeah, but I don't think he's as good as uh, Fred Fred Wynn was. Uh, yeah, Fred Wynn wins this movie, man. He's so good. In yeah, this. he's really good. Um. Uh, you give it what we uh is this a uh a Boondock Saints Boondock Saints two or not a Boondock Saints. Or an I am the cheese. Do it. Nothing is an I am Do the it. cheese. I I say that it's not a Boondock Saints. I enjoy it. It's cheesy. Uh, I've uh, I've seen it multiple times. I'll watch it again. Yeah, I think it's a Boondock. It's one of those uh, when October rolls around. I'm yeah, in scary movie month. This is uh, it's this is it's, this is a Boondocks, a good Boondock Saints. Yeah, I, it's it's fair. It's fun. It's like it it. I kept going. This movie is fucking great. This movie sucks ass. Yeah, it's it's. Bananas, I fluctuate dude. every fucking scene. You go like, oh, this is awesome. This is so bad. This yeah. is horrendous. And once again, it comes back to fucking dude. If you had just built a fence, you got to build that fence. Build that wall. It's insane, dude. Your baby almost Lock her died. Up. Check the emails. Ten minutes into being at the house. Yeah, dude, you moved to this new house and your kid. You fucking pack it up. You're stuck. Like, not literally, even dude. How do you fucking go to work every day and not? Completely just think about whether your baby's getting hit by a truck. You haven't unpacked. Just get back in the car and go, hey, uh, could you not fucking, let's not buy a house on the fucking Daytona yeah. fucking Indianapolis Speedway. <laughs> Did we move on to the main turd pie? It's fucking insane. Um, does this movie loft? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, do. yeah. I, I'm sure that this played in the movie loft yeah, a number of times. It must have. It, that was probably the first time it was on uh, network TV. And they played on WSBK. Mm-hmm. They broke it. Uh, well, that, hey, man, that's Pet Cemetery '89. I uh, I enjoyed it. I liked watching it's this fine. one. You got to check out some more Stephen King. You told me that you haven't seen most of his movies. No, right? I've seen uh, now at this point. I've seen The Shining. I've seen uh, the did, new It's. Did you see the original Carrie? I've not seen the original Carrie. Or Christine. No. Uh, Cujo. I've seen uh, the Salem's Green. Lot. Okay, no, I haven't seen any. I'll tell you. How about I tell you the ones I've seen? And then we just All fucking right, play dude. it that way. That's fine. Green Mile, uh, Pet Cemetery, The It's, The Shining. I haven't even seen Shawshank. Like I, you've never seen Shawshank, no, bro. Dude. We got to do that. All right. It isn't man. We'll do it. We'll do Shawshank at some point. We should. Um, you want to shake on it? I want a Shaw shake on it. You want a Shawshank? No, I'm going to fall asleep. All right. What are we talking about next week? We got the third week of Boo England. Third week of Boo England. It's a good one. Oh. I've, it's, dude, it's fucking... No joke, top five movie of all time for I, me. I watched it for the first time last week, and it's I, insane to me that I've never seen it before. We're talking about Tim Burton classic, Beetlejuice. Now, this is... Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. This oh don't do it a third time, bro. No, not tonight. 
Beetlejuice. Does it count if I do it? I don't think so. You know, I don't know. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I love it. Uh, it's so good. This is his old, Tim Burton's only New England film? As far as I can tell. It's Nightmare I went... Before Christmas. Did that happen in New England? No, that doesn't happen. That happens in Halloween Town. That's a fucking weird movie. But Santa Claus comes here sometimes. That's true, but Santa Claus lives on the North Pole. Um... Uh, I just did a dive through uh, Burton. Uh, Pee Wee, no. Beetlejuice, yes. Uh, the Batman's, no. He was supposed to do Mermaid. Mermaid. No, right? he was not supposed to. We no, wanted we him just, to do Mermaid. Why do I? I totally made that keep up. thinking that uh, he would have been so good in that, dude. Yeah. That. No, uh, I think this is the only uh, New England uh, film. Uh, Tim Burton happens to be his best movie, as far as I'm concerned. So. Tim Burton, why don't you uh, make something in Weymouth so we can talk about yeah, it? Yeah, dude, fucking Burton, bring your shit back to America. Let's do this. Bring, Make one of your fucking wacky films here. Um, you know, we just watched... Uh, so my niece loves Nightmare Before Christmas. And sure. then I showed her that Corpse Bride. And Corpse now Bride. I just rented uh, Frankenweenie okay. for her to watch. She's big into Tim Burton. She loves it. Yeah. That's well, all. I got I got nothing for that. We'll talk all about that next week. Yeah. This week, uh, I need to go to sleep. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to fall asleep right here on your couch. I'm going to sleep over tonight. Hey, dude, I'll get you a blackie. Ooh, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, all yeah, that man. bullshit. And also, dude, fence in your fucking yard. Fence dude. in your yard. It's Take a look at your property. Business, dude. Take a, do a traffic study. Do a little quick pass and say, hey. Something. Even park your car in a fucking haphazard way to block the road. Get some fucking traffic cones Whatever out there. Whatever you got to do. Trash Slow barrels. traffic down. Get a scarecrow if you Babies work. don't know not to run there. They don't know. And also, if you're driving a fucking big rig, fucking slow it down. Dude, what are your fucking union job, baby? You're getting paid by the fucking yeah, hour. Fucking what are you going to rush that for? bitch out. All right. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. Yeah. Do you want to be buried in a pet cemetery? No. All right. I'd like to be cremated and put into like a pet mausoleum. I'll do it for you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>